0: Here we go. It's the D.C. Sports Huddle, our weekly get-together. We appreciate you finding us, and it's sponsored by MGM National Harbor. It's time to change the game at BetMGM Sports. That's time to change the game at Bet MGM Sports. I'm Dave Johnson with Rob Woodford. Uh, Dave Preston already is hopeful that there'll be a baseball settlement because he's got his spring colors that he's wearing. So obviously that is good. We don't need to talk anymore. The baseball blockout is probably going to be settled. And, of course, George Wallace, who was in the blue uniform that I recommended for today's uh, D.C. Sports Huddle. Lots to talk about. We've got the Wizards. I'm I'm wearing the hat not to cheer on the Wizards, but I haven't had a chance to do my hair since morning drive. So, you know, I decided to go with the hat. We're going to talk about what's going on with the Wizards. The Capitals jumping back up. But uh, uh, John Howard, our our friend uh, from our time with the the Wizards, he is a first class guy who, who paid his dues as a head coach or as a coach with the Miami Heat to get the opportunity to coach his alma mater Michigan, but sparking a lot of controversy as uh, throwing a punch at a Wisconsin assistant coach in the handshake line. The handshake line, I believe, is, is one of the great traditions of, of sports, whether it's hockey, uh we teach our kids at the end of a game that you shake hands with the other team. It's just It's just part of it. Once the game ends, the game should end. That's my initial thought on that. George, we'll start with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, by the way, in case you haven't listened to Tom Izzo on his rant about right. getting rid of the handshake line, that's I mean, I, thought, I mean, really good. He's basically saying that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard to talk about getting rid of the handshake line, because this is what's wrong with our country. We
2: already teach our kids this, this and this. So yeah, I mean, where his team went out and lost by 26 right after he said it, too.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's OK, yeah, he, he honestly, still did the
2: handshake line.
0: There's, there's winners sure. and losers in sports, yeah, yeah. But, but if we've gotten to a point, to Tom Izzo's point, if we've gotten to a point in this country that after just playing a game, a game, we're not talking some of the other serious stuff going on in life, that we can't shake the opponent's hand, that we I think we've lost the plot. Yep, because yep. I don't care if they're professional, college, lots on the line, millions, it's a game. It's a game. You're supposed to respect the game, enjoy the moment. Not start a brawl after it's over.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's be, be, and, and the fact that if you're t- if people are literally talking about we have to get rid of a handshake line because there's a chance a coach could throw a punch. Well, there's what's that's a huge issue right there. Yeah, I mean, it's was just terrible it as a bad look. I mean, look, he's upset about calling the timeout. Okay, fine. You're pressing with 18 seconds left on a bunch of scrubs that are on the floor for Wisconsin. You are taught to coach until the final buzzer. I have no problem with either of that pressing or calling a timeout because it is a learning a learning situation if you have guys on the floor that aren't used to being on the floor and you're being pressed okay even if there's 19 seconds left if you're going to do that i'm going to do this and we're going to go over things and how to break the press so on and so forth i have no problem with that uh Juwan howard didn't want to shake the coach's hand after the game he blew by him yes should he have grabbed him wisconsin guard grabbed him probably not not a good idea and he, but he was trying to explain the timeout thing to him afterwards. There's absolutely no excuse to throw a punch at anybody, no excuse to put hands on anybody. It's just, I mean, that, and for Jawan Howard, this is now two strikes last year. He threatened to kill Mark Turgeon in a, in a heated, you know, disagreement after a game. So, and he basically said, I'm sorry, the the, 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 the Detroit street in me came out. Well, you can't really go on and, and say that if you're, and then come out and throw a punch too. So he's got two strikes against him Do I think he should have been fired. No, this end of the regular season suspension, fine he should have gotten the five games and to go on and coach in the postseason because he is a good coach and like like they mentioned dave he's paid his dues to get back to the point to coach michigan it's been an emotional time for him he's had some good teams this year has been struggling but absolutely no excuse to put a hands on anybody after a game like that because uh you know for you are a leader of men you are setting the example yes it is a heated moment it is tensions are high after a a big contest like that and a big game like that but You are in that position because you can handle situations like that. There is absolutely no excuse for it. So hopefully he'll come back in the postseason. And and here's it real quick. The other thing is, you know, he apologizes a day later and people are going to, you know, get on him for the apology because did he really even mean it the way he said it after, you know, his words. But he had to uh, issue some sort of statement. He did. He owned that and move on.
0: Well, and I knew you know he was in trouble when his own athletic director, rightfully so, said you just can't have this. It's not a good look for the school. Again, to to your point, a leader to men, there is going to be heated situations in life uh, much more than a basketball game. And if you can't set the example, that you can't control it, uh, I think that's a
3: leadership problem too. Dave Preston, I I, you know I think uh, you guys are spot on. Um, I think I'm surprised that Greg Gard did not get a suspension. Uh, He did get fined, but he kind of stirred the pot as well. And then it was the, almost the classic of, you know, jumping right in there and being like, Oh no, it wasn't me. Uh, There, there was instigation between both of these head coaches. Somebody did a deep dive recently on on, uh, Jawan Howard's behavior late in games that have been blowouts where he's been up big and he's taken timeouts. So Mm -hmm. there's, there, there's a lot of, uh, we don't exist in a vacuum. And maybe Greg Gard was, you know, there, there was, some emphasis on that from guard to say, "Hey, he calls timeouts when they're up late. Maybe I can do the same." I, th- I feel that guard should have been suspended as well because uh, he he's he has as much uh, to bear to blame in this as Jawan Howard. I think cooler heads eventually will prevail, but I'm having played youth sports, uh, having played at the high school level as well. Uh, handshake lines after you lose, after you win, after you tie even. Uh, that's, I guess where that whole thing began with me. Uh, it's, it's just something you do and you know what you, you compete, you put your heart out there on the line, whether it's the court, whether it's the field, whether it's the track, and then afterwards you shake hands and you move on. And and if we can't do that, what's, what's the point in having good competition. And so, uh, I'm a fan of keeping the handshake lines, uh, especially in college basketball, uh, and, and other sports. And it's just a matter of, you know, keeping a cooler head. And it's very difficult to keep a cool head. I've uh, been in situations where it's it, it, it's just a pickup game and it's easy to get hot. So I understand, uh, you know, temper's boiling and hopefully we can all move on from this, Michigan and Wisconsin.
0: I've coached the WTOP sales team against uh, an ad agency. And I, I've never seen more violence in a basketball game in my life, but they still went through a handshake line. And apparently we're still in the business of a radio station because we're still getting uh you know ad money coming in from from that ad ad agency there's a great another recommendation of video jimmy patsos our our good friend the former male assistant coach there's a there's a video of him doing an imaginary handshake after his iona team had beaten rider because the rider coach and players didn't go the rider coach didn't come out to, to shake his hand and so jimmy patsos is just going down an imaginary handshake line rob
2: well, first of all, I played on the WTOP softball team in media league, and I can tell you firsthand that the sales newsroom game is way more heated than anything we <laughs> were doing against uh, outside competition. But I digress. The uh, I, I have a different uh, opinion on this, guys. Like, I mean, there, there's uh, – first, I'll, I'll speak to this one particular uh, instance. There's kind of a – there's sort of some racial undertones there because you have a white coach who stops a black coach and then proceeds to, he put, first of all, he's the one who initiated the whole thing by putting his hands on him. And then, and then sort of talking to him, like he's a student. And that's kind of what escalated the situation. Now, should Juwan have, you know, uh, swung on somebody? No, absolutely not. But you know, there's, there, there was a cause and effect there that I haven't heard a lot of uh, reference to. So uh, that needs to be said. Uh, The second thing is these, we we can't act like uh, sports are this like pure thing. When you talk about the NCAA or professional sports, these are businesses for all intents and purposes now because of all the money that's attached to it. So it's like, yeah, I agree. It would be great if we could all just kind of shake hands and everybody uh, be friends uh, afterward and I think probably nine and a half times out of 10, that's exactly what happens after handshake lines. But in so many avenues in life and in society, the actions of the few kind of ruins it for everybody else. So, I mean, there's way more downside to the handshake line than there is an upside, uh, you know, with the, um, uh, you know, just all the good feelings and and, uh, sportsmanship and all of that uh, in the aftermath. So, you know, uh, obviously again, I'm not, uh, trying to, uh, make excuses for Juwan. What he did was unacceptable. He said as much and uh, and, and I'm hoping there won't be a third instance because it might cost him his job, but, um, they're just there, you know, there's just no there's just no reason for it. And there's a lot of things, it's it, it's sort of dangerous to just continue to do something just because we've always done it that way. And I've said many times, and I know this is an unpopular opinion, but it's the same thing with the uh national anthem before games. We're not at war, people. There's no reason to have a war hymn played uh before the game. And if there wasn't, then Colin Kaepernick is probably still in the NFL right now. So there's just you know, we can't have it both ways. We can't treat it like it's a business and all of that and then try to have it be this wholesome thing as if seven-year-old children are still playing it.
0: Yeah, but I don't think it's seven-year-old children, and I'll disagree on this point, that if, if it's a business, then, then you're, you're held to a higher standard. It is a business, uh, whether it's college or whatever. So then your behavior should be at a higher standard. Uh, is it, is it and, and let's talk about the political climate we're dealing with in this country. Should that mean, you know, that we always say we want our political leaders to act civilly and they're in, mm-hmm. in heated, passionate discussions about real issues, not whether a timeout was called with 15 seconds. And we see videos in, in other places where, you know, parliament situations or legislative situations, I'm not calling out any specific country, but I've seen these videos where you have politicians brawling uh, it, it, because that's a serious professional situation, then is is that okay for them to to stop being civil? And I think, you know, we are on a slippery slope where we we somehow don't know how to, to be civil and it's as simple as a handshake line. And guess what? If you feel you can't control your emotions, for some reason you're that riled up, then just turn and go to the locker
2: room. And like Jimmy Patzels, you'll end
0: up doing an imaginary handshake line.
2: I don't you need dis- to understand
0: your own emotions.
2: Right. I don't disagree with that. But what I'm saying is and I'm going to use something that I know well, and that's divorce. So if you get divorced, you know, you come out of court, you get uh, you know, there's all kinds of hard feelings and back and forth and all that. Nobody's asking you to shake hands with your ex right there in the courtroom that comes years down the line. So that's something that it's the timing of it immediately after competition. And this is something I'll say something that I heard on ESPN. I think it was uh, Seth Greenberg, the former Hokies coach back in the day, um, you know, having the experience of being a coach, what he said in that particular instance with the Michigan Wisconsin game is uh, what guard should have done was not try to confront him right then and there when emotions are still high, let him get to the locker room. You let your guys shower and all that stuff and then pull him aside in the tunnel away from cameras and everything else, and then have that discussion. So to me, it's about the timing of it, uh, having the handshake immediately after the game. Like if it was a contentious game, sometimes you just got to salute from afar to yeah. avoid some sort of uh, uh, altercation.
1: And I oh, agree. Right. I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, I, I I agree with that. It's just, I think what guard tried to, to do is because joan didn't shake his hand he kind of blew by him so he's like wait a minute let me tell you i think that's it was just right. like let me tell I you think what I did, I but you're right i don't know
0: if, he, if Juwan says he grabbed him i look at the replay i see Juwan grab his shoulder and i think the fact that Juwan wouldn't do the simple act of shaking his hand that's when he decided well i better explain what he's sort of that's i think about. right and that's think, what that's, that's that. where again Jawan should have if, if he obviously can't control his emotions because guess what if you get cut off in traffic and you can't control your emotions you don't you, there's not a cooling off period but we're taught you can't just decide you know what I'm going to commit a road raid incident and it, I know it sounds like I'm making a, a reach here but the, but the point is part of leadership is understanding uh, your emotions and and that's something that Jawan quite frankly has to get out of because get, learn because otherwise, uh, a promising coaching career is going to be short-circuited. So, anyway, we we uh, we uh, well. And by the way, we don't shake hands now at the end of this title, So that that's, that's
2: <laughs> it's yes. a little distance. There's a distance. So
0: I, you know, uh, Rob, you did a wonderful thing this week with the, uh, the suggestions about the commander's mascot. I didn't have one because I couldn't think of one. I couldn't name the last mascot of the Washington football team, even, even if we we had one. Uh, but Zee, you had a yeah, was it Bur- Chief Z? uh unofic-
2: unofficially thing yeah. yeah
0: so uh so but did you suggest we should have burgundy and gold burgundy n as an uh, initial gold burgundy sure.
2: and gold yes uh basically it's the general from the discount uh car insurance commercials uh because what would be more washington uh washington for them to basically avoid the most popular name amongst the fan base, Red Wolves, because of copyright issues, and then step into a copyright issue by having a <laughs> character who is almost exactly like the guy from the discount car commercials. So that just feels like the most Washington results you could get in something like that. And a given, and <laughs> uh, I, this this is probably a bad joke, but the um, <laughs> you, the... <laughs> given what their name used to be then it gives you some sort of like idea as to what the n stands for in the burgundy and gold so there you
0: go the uh you know one thing i'll say is is that no matter what, this is right, everybody
2: yeah there you go this was yeah. our last show yeah.
0: <laughs> and nice. the gel the, daniel snyder uh, sells the team and I'm not even I'm not even on an advocate of him selling the team I'm just pointing out no, that I until know. he is well no I know but my point <laughs> is until he sells the team no matter what mascot is picked etc oh, yeah. it, it's never going to be acceptable uh or or uh, it's it's reached that point and it almost reminds me of uh, the Peter Angelo situation with, with the Orioles and he was you know accused of far less but you know you, you there comes a point for an owner i've seen this so many times in soccer no matter what you do uh to to rectify your reputa- reputation there's no turning back so you can come up with the best mascot in the world but if it's your mascot done deal
3: i think and i recognize that in the 21st century you're not going to get a full-time mascot because it's on they're doing what one to two preseason games eight to nine regular season games it's not like G whiz or uh, you know, who was, what was the winger was, what was the caps, the, the Eagle guy who uh, they scree who they got rid of or screech at uh, nationals games. He, he's mm-hmm. got 81 dates. Same with the, the racing presidents They've got a solid schedule coming their way. This is just eight. To t- so I think what you, ha- you almost have to, Find somebody who has another gig. I'm thinking Cavman, also known as Kippy Cavalier, works down in Charlottesville. He's there on Saturdays for the UVA games, and then he's at John Paul Jones Arena for the basketball games. Bring him up, give him like a Commanders hat, let him be a you know Kippy Commander for you know those those limited days. Also, I threw out uh, former Virginia Governor Terry McAuliffe. He lost his bid for reelection. He can still use some work. He's 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 very engaging. Uh, I remember when he came on and did ask the governor at WTOP he's a really good sport I remember one time I asked him uh, he is from the Syracuse area and he attended the Syracuse Virginia game that the orange one got to the final four while he was governor of Virginia, and he was still a good sport, even though I asked him oh where where did your loyalty stand, and if Washington if the commanders ever do move to Virginia. What better a live mascot than a guy who has experience as a commander. He played a general in a few episodes of turn years ago. So Governor McAuliffe, Washington commanders want you. There's only the one guy.
2: person on this panel who would know that Terry McAuliffe was in turn. And yes, we all hey. know. that is. And hey,
3: sir, I'm waiting for turn two to come out. Yeah, you just triggered a stadium
0: what's debate. So that's good. You, you brought up two issues in one.
1: All right. What's the, um, what's the Patriot? What's the Patriot guy? Pat Patriot, maybe. Yeah. What about somebody like that in a in a, in a in a as a commander? I mean, you know, look. Here's the deal.
2: Cobra just, Commander, you, huh? huh? Cobra what? Commander from the GI Joe. Yeah.
1: Just here's the deal. Just come up with something cool. If you don't want the W, put it on the helmet. Just win football games. I don't care about anything else. Just win football games. Find a quarterback, and just win football games.
2: Less W rather, on the helmets, more W's in the standings, right?
1: I. For yes. me, you know, for me, I want a fight song before I'm a mascot. That's just me.
2: Yeah, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> All right. Just DC saying.
1: Sports Battle. here we go.
0: Other thoughts on the mind. We got the Wizards coming up, Caps. We'll, we'll start with you, Robert Fork.
2: Yeah, for me, it's the second half of the Wizards season. Uh, I'm curious to see how they integrate some of these new pieces that they got from the uh, 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 trade deadline moves that uh, that they made. And look, I'm not advocating for tanking uh, per se, but you have Beal out for the rest of the season. Uh, You have an oft-injured Kristaps Porzingis now. I would almost shut him down this season. And I'm going to use the uh, San Antonio Spurs as an example of why I would do that. If you recall back in the mid nineties, they were a team that was middle of the road. They were four seed, five seed in the, uh, in the Western conference on a pretty perennial basis. And then they get, uh, um, uh, David Robinson gets hurt. They suck for a year. And they end up with the first overall pick and Tim Duncan and the rest is history. Now I'm not saying that the wizards are going to do that, but I mean, if you know, we, we know the, the, the NBA is not like the NFL where you can get impact players, you know, from the front of the draft to the back of the draft, like really you're, you need to be in that top 10, top 15. So if the wizards can get some more out of these young players that they're trying to build around like Rui and Kispert and all those young guys, Let's see what those guys have. Let's uh shut down uh um uh Christop's for the season and 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 get him and Beal on the court together. And I know it's not going to be a popular sentiment, but I am I'm, I'm tired of them being 7 8 seed and trying to be in the play-in tournament and all this stuff. I would love to see the Wizards be a top 2 team Impressive. and be in the yeah. con- and be in the conversation. You going? You are going to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> being yeah. in the conversation for the uh, finals.
3: Yeah,
0: the flip side of that, uh, and I lived it. It was it 1997-98 was, was the year David Robinson was not playing at all. They knew Tim Duncan was was coming out, and I believe that was before the lottery was waited. If, if not, uh, I apologize for the they, uh, you know mistake there, but they knew that uh, Dave Preston goes to do a sports sportscast. This is live here.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, this is, yeah. This is great, guys. by the beautiful way. Guys.
0: This is great. Yeah. There we go. This is how Letterman <laughs> got his start. So um, the what I was saying was, I remember the Tim Duncan situation, 97-98. Right. Tim Duncan ends up being, and it, it worked out swimmingly for San Antonio. The reality is, and as the New York Knicks or so many other franchises, there's no guarantee that a lottery is going to advance your cause. And uh, most recent game for the Wizards was in Brooklyn. And the 2013 draft was held at Barclays Center because that place was just Open so in the hallway in the Barclays Center they have all the lottery picks from the 2013 draft, uh, which included, by the way, Otto Porter was a lottery pick mm-hmm. that year for the for for the Wizards. As I went down it with George Washington and others, we said, you know, there's probably only two or three guys out of that group that really uh, panned out the way you thought they would panned out. The point is, you can tank. And uh, unless you know you're going to get Tim Duncan, Rick Pitino's famous words, he wouldn't have taken the Boston Celtics job uh, unless he knew that uh, Tim Duncan, unless, you know, he, unless he could get Tim Duncan and you're thinking, what are you talking about, Rick? This is a lottery. So I think the important thing now for the, the Wizards is you you just play and you're going to develop your young players, Denny Obdiah, Corey Kispert, not by tanking, not by creating a culture of, of we're not going to play anybody, you, you see what happens because there, I don't think there's any guarantee from the lottery. And I did see progress in, in making Well, the goal is not to get out of the first round of, to only make the playoffs. I did see progress by the fact that they accomplished what they did last year, came from 15 down and moved forward. Denny Abdi Rui Hachimura got a lot out of that. Thomas Bryant. Uh, now these guys are healthy. Uh, let them play, let them see what they can achieve because right. there's no guarantee that getting a lottery position in this draft, By the way, there's no guarantee you're going to get the. Well, at at this point, with the number of wins of Wizards have accumulated, they're not going to get a top three pick.
2: No, no. And and here's the thing. And uh, again, let me reiterate, I'm not advocating for them to tank in, you know, in that word. Um, What what I'm saying is Beal is already out for the season. Your best player is not playing the rest of the year, period. Uh, your next best player based on his history would be Kristaps Porzingis, and he is not healthy. So if he's not healthy, let him get all the way healthy because the last no, thing I you mean, want is for I him to that. have a setback. He missed an entire, are, yeah, he missed an entire season with an ACL. So right, it's right. like knee injuries are something that he's got a little experience with here. So for me, it's the you know it's about uh, forget about this season. You're building for the future. You have Beal; that's a good piece. You have Porzingis; that's a good piece. Find out who else on this roster is a piece that you can build around. Be it Rui, be it Kispert, be it you know any of these uh, young guys, and then you know go forward with however it is uh, you know you want to proceed.
0: Porzingis, well, right now, it, it's it, it's it's sooner than later he is going to play. It's a bone bruise he he has, right, uh, and and. I, I I absolutely think they and that's their plan. Get him out there, you know, as soon as is healthy. Uh, they're not trying to rush him. They're not trying to evidence by the fact they they pick him up for the trade and, and they're still not rushing him in there. But, you know, he needs to, it's not gonna help him if if he's you know shut down for the rest of the season, doesn't start playing again until September, October. That's not gonna help his progress. You can always get injured. You can shut a guy down now and first preseason game. Something happens. It's a wonder that the way these guys play and at the the speed and what they do to their bodies, it's a wonder there aren't more injuries. These guys are just that incredible as athletes. So uh, I think what we're going to see here is
1: is, you know, have at it. Let these young guys develop and see where it goes, George. Well, and plus, Well, plus and you don't want him to get the step on the court the first time in training camp with these guys. Right. If You want to see you want a handful of the games. Uh, you know, to get under their belt. And look, the longer you play, forget the, the tanking part, the longer you play, the better you're going to get. The more, you know, you, you get in, however you get in the playoffs, whatever. Like Rob said, you're not going to get a, what are they, just looking at the standings. I mean, the Pistons and Magic are, 20, are 15, 14 uh, games behind the Wizards. And, you know, you look down in the West, the same kind of deal, like at the bottom, uh, the Thunder and the Rockets and the Kings. So like you said, they're not going to get that high of a lottery pick anyway. So I'm all for getting them on that, getting them healthy. Get them on the floor, see what you got, and look—you're only a game out right now of the fi- of the fi- of the play-in, right? What are they in? Is that right, Dave? Yeah, yeah, uh, I believe so. Yeah, a game. So uh, yeah. okay, yeah. behind the hawks the and the hornets. The story,
0: so what's that? We don't let the facts in the way of a good story. If that's incorrect, yeah,
1: that's right. They're <laughs> so, not going to. You know, I'm all for it. get them on the floor and then see what happens. Nobody deserves to just coast the rest of the year. That's just me. They, they pressed a great beltway basketball beat uh, uh,
0: uh, as you gave your ranking of the Girl Scouts. Now, yeah. We're on this. You know, I you get
3: more know. feedback from that than I do from my weekly top 25 AP ballot. Uh, but you rank? Yeah, <laughs> but because, that, yeah, yeah, because that was
2: just like straight up blasphemy you were talking about those cookie rankings, man. Come on.
3: Oh, so well, go- yeah. You know, I mean, there are, say, the thing is, I think when you look at the final four of the cookies, you then figure out who can win multiple
2: ways. Thin mints are the most overrated cookie in the history of. Dude, football. don't even. Are you? What are you? What? Are, what's? What are you smoking? <laughs> <laughs> overrated. No, <laughs> what overrated. I like about tagalongs, guys, is overrated. that tagalongs can
3: Tagalongs can play up tempo with the thin mints when need be, but they can also play the slowdown game.
2: They got rid of the yo. They got Rose. rid of the best cookie. Those powdered lemon ones. Come on. Oh,
3: so Savannah oh, smiles. I, thought,
2: I, I pulled. The, I pulled Dave my daughter Browns. out I pulled my daughter out of girl scouts after that.
1: <laughs>
2: well,
3: Vanna smiles <laughs> were designed for my grandmother to eat while she was watching her stories and drinking tea. I, I knew that. why did you pull, a, you
2: pull her I out? I got older rid of the girls the while drinking my tea. Thank you very much. Yeah. I knew like, I know, we talk three three about
3: minutes. college we, we you know we talk about college hoops, guys and I I think the reason why we went uh, I doubled down on cookies this week was that it's been a rough winter yeah, with the, everyone is from Maryland to Georgetown to even, you know, Howard plays well. And then they lay an egg Monday night against Coppin state, George Washington plays well. And then all of a sudden they can't stop Richmond the other night. There's the best shot maybe to get to the NCAA tournament is Dave Johnson's alma mater, Towson. I would, maybe also has a good shot. You hear that right? I know exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's. Uh, woke them up. <laughs> Virginia, Virginia tech are both on the bubble. It's it's not it's not going to be an ideal March, but uh, we're going to see some good hoops over the next couple of weeks. The A-10 tournament comes to D.C. That's always been a fun one to follow. It was a great tournament to follow four years ago. And I think VCU and Richmond are both peaking right now. So it, it depends on how wide we do the D.C. Metro net. But, hey, VCU and Richmond all of a sudden become local schools along with Towson. We can do it. Oh, Don't forget about Virginia Tech.
1: Don't forget about Virginia Tech before you get all the nasty phone calls. Don't get me started on that.
3: Oh, I think You're so, right. man. All
0: right. All right. Well, then we? Uh, after this cookie debate, obviously friendships have been ruined, so there'll be no handshake line at the end of this D.C. sports title. But we appreciate <laughs> your time. Send us your favorite cookies if you like. Powdered really. lemon cookies. What's wrong with you, the lemon powder cookies? <laughs> man, the D.C. sports title, at least last week checked, is still sponsored by the MGM National Harbor. It's time to change the game at Bet MGM Sports. From and the Wood, powdered cookies, lemon cookies. George now. Wallace. I'm Dave Johnson. Might be back next week.
2: Right.